Good Monday afternoon to your family. This is Chris. You're listening to Encouraging Your Spirit, the podcast. Today's episode is Let's Discuss. Today we are discussing Black Lives Matter. That's what we're discussing. Black Lives Matter. In the news today, there is a report of George Floyd, who's in who was in Minnesota, who later died. He died after being handcuffed by the police officer and the police officer had his knee on his neck even as passerby uh filmed the video shared with him that you know there was some great concern it did not matter you know for me as a person that identifies as black that identifies as masculine that identifies as trans that has lived identities even as being a black masculine or center lesbian at some point And just being black, period. It is disgusting. I am tired and annoyed at having to send letters and emails to law enforcement about their treatment of black people. It gets old. You know, you're always having to do that. The other week it was... It was the man in Georgia, Ahmaud Asbury. I hope I'm saying that right. You know, that it was the video that resurfaced... And it showed him being killed. He was jogging in a neighborhood and he was murdered. Not by the police, but he still was murdered by white men. Or it was earlier this morning on Good Morning America. It was a white woman that had her dog unleashed in Central Park. And the black man that was 57 years old asked her, could she please... Uh, put a leash on her dog as she was you know standing under the signage for that she calls 911 and says the words that are synonymous with whiteness to me I'm in fear of my life I'm in fear of my life that that's what she said there's someone threatening my life and that whole even though all of these cases or all of these things are not necessarily the same situation the theme is all the same i feel threatened he resisted he didn't comply he matched the description i was afraid for my life you know what they are jen hatmaker wrote it on her page and i agree and she's a white woman and i agree they're modern day cold words that give white supremacy a secure reliable foothold in this generation free of all accountability and justice racism is wildly adaptable and and it happens all the time and it doesn't matter what the videos say it doesn't matter what the what the people in the videos are talking about or what they show there seems to be some level of oblivion some level of selective amnesia or selective sight at what it means and it's 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 deplorable but it's not up to me as a person that identifies as black to make it right it's up to white people to make it right it's up to white people to fix it what is it exactly about blackness that makes you feel threatened maybe you need to spend time thinking about what those things are are they real or are they imagined or is that something that historically the people in your family told you over and over again and even though you're now a grown-up living your own life you still carry those memories you still carry that 
that mentality in your mind so much so that if you are a person of power you inflict incite that power upon innocent people as if black people have no humanity you can't tell me there's a crime that it could possibly be committed that that can be done that justifies putting your knee on someone's neck and killing them or murdering them i just don't i just don't see it you know argue with me in the in the podcast unsubscribe if you if you don't want to be a part of listening anymore it's okay but i'm not talking about anything more than the fact that what is it about blackness that is inferior that's the subject blackness why is blackness inferior why is it that those words have become cold words to protect what your whiteness to make you feel safe to make you feel innocent but what about black people we have never had the luxury of feeling safe officers police police uh officers all of them you know while it's true that there are definitely many of us in the in the black community that know excellent police officers and know people that do their job and are honorable men and women or however they identify we need the ones that do this behavior to be out we need the people and it's not just in law enforcement because if we're going to be really honest law enforcement was never created for black people law enforcement was created to protect white people it was never about us they've never gave a damn about our safety they never have sorry hated to say it but it's true look it up historically why police was created the brotherhood why why exactly was that needed it wasn't protecting us they've never protected us what is it what it must be like in life to be believed automatically that you could say you know what i don't feel safe officer and they come to help you i don't know what that experience is i have never had that experience from law enforcement i can tell you the experiences i have had 2004 to 2006 i taught adult education for leon county uh school board at the leon county jail it was a practice in tallahassee florida for law enforcement individuals to fly up behind your car and run your tag they only did that to black people that's what they did it was only when i started working at the jail and i had the badge that said leon county jail and i hung it on my mirror that that type of behavior stopped I want you to stop and think about that for a minute. Think about that. That you have to hang a badge. You have to prove something in order for a behavior that is insect, incessant and reckless in order to stop. That is crazy. And it, it wasn't just me. That was the director of the program that talked about how she was driving back to work. Where she worked where? At the Leon County Jail. And they were doing these uh, check-ins. This is not a weekend type of weekend where you know and when i bring that up because i'm trying to set the background of saying it's not the situation where you know there's certain areas where they're having mandatory checkpoints no it wasn't that she was just driving a regular road and you got police out that have decided that they're just going to check things they asked her could they search her car which is a whole different set of connotations but she said because personally i don't believe that unless you got a warrant i'm not letting you search my car that's just my personal thoughts i had a judge that told me that in the criminal uh justice class i took in college he was like unless they got a search warrant i would suggest not and i would tell you that and i'm a judge i remember that 
But anyway, her point was, and statement was that she told them, yeah, but I need to call my job and tell them I'm going to be late. Of course, the officer said, where do you work? She said, I work at Leon County Jail. And they said, never mind, keep going. See what I'm saying? Why is it that we have to have a space that supposedly proves that we work somewhere in order to to shield us from unnecessary persecution and prosecution? I just don't understand it. Why is it that we have to continue having to talk or having to talk with your nephews and your cousins and your siblings and your children about blackness and how you have to have your hands situated properly, how you should basically put your license and your registration out, never run, how you should, you know, constantly assure them that you're not threatening them in order to what? Live. Because I one thing that we're trying to do is get home safe. It's happened so many times. It's just, I'm tired of having conversations about it. I remember catching the bus, bus here in Illinois, and a police officer came up asking questions. I was so nervous. I was so scared. It was broad daylight, 10 a.m. He was talking, asking about, I guess, did I see some somebody or had I seen some some person that he was saying, I remember I was talking to that man and I was scared. I literally started almost to the effect of hyperventilization because I was scared that a conversation with him might mean I might, might die on the street. I, I, I just didn't trust it because I've never known safety from officers. I've never known them to be protective for people that look like me. I, I just haven't known it. And that's knowing it even though you might know something else is true, but that's your experience. And I just get tired of having these conversations and seeing all these information resources be passed out that say, hey, you know what, contact such and such in order to express your outrage. I'm not mad about the information resource. I'm mad that we still have to do that. I'm mad that we have to have a hashtag to remember that you can't jog that you can't get a traffic ticket, that you can't have your, your tail light of your car out, that what the growing list of all the things you can't do while being black, something that you have no control over. You have no control over the pigmentation that we are. We have no control over the fact, yet I wouldn't change being black for any other race. Yet I really get tired of having these conversations, of, of seeing these conversations on Facebook, and I think Jen Hatmaker was right when she said there is no neutral when black lives continue to be disposable and dispensable day after day. So if you're white and you're listening to this podcast today, I need you to think about the people in your family or maybe if you've ever thought the words, I feel threatened. If you're a law enforcement or people in your family, he was resisting. She was resisting. You need to think about why why you have that level of inferiority toward another race. What's the issue that you need to address within yourself in order to get it right? Because killing people is definitely not the way. We're tired. We're sick of it. As African-American people of varied identities and expressions, it gets tiresome to have another hashtag, to have another vigil, to have another prayer meeting, to go and have a candlelight service for another person's senseless death, someone else that someone will not 
be in their family this year. And there are no words and there are no explanations. And the names keep getting longer and longer. And it's important today. But two, three days, four, five, six, eight months, it'll be over. And then it'll be somebody else. It'll be cyclic. Think about it today. That's all I have. Let's discuss it. Peace.